No, I texted Lisa and Brian. Lisa's going to pick them up. Yeah, they're good. All right, thanks. Bye. They're <laughs> good, everybody. I uh, hit the record yeah. button, too. Hey, look, I, I got three kids, button. man. I got to take care of the family first. This Sam Boner Show bullshit has come second. Welcome back to another episode of the Sam Boner Show. You heard Mickey there paying the bills, organizing pickup for the kids. Uh, everything we do here, folks, at the Sam Boner Show is brought to you by our friends with the original Fudge Kitchen. FudgeKitchen.com. Shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. All you South Jersey shoebies that go down there for the summer know all about it, but they're open year-round, and they ship all over the country, too. So, hey, check them out. FudgeKitchens.com. Shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Everybody knows how how good that is. Mickey, I had to do the intro today because I, you I know – you said you're you're feeling good and you played around a golf and had a beer today with a Phillies logo on it and you're all excited, but I know you're still down in the dumps, buddy. How you doing? No, it's it's uh it's been a tough week, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm glad we're recording this episode here on Thursday rather than the normal Monday, Tuesday. Uh, because it's been a it's been a slow recovery, I'll be honest with you. But finally got not finally, but was able to manage to get 18 holes in this morning, capped it off with a nice cold beer it had a mlb logo on it i know today's uh today's the first day for pitchers and catchers to report so like the little things that just help you kind of get over that super bowl hangover man it's a it's a it's a bummer but we all got to plow through we got to keep on grinding and like i always say man you got to keep on sand boning damn right the great jack connell's joining us today for my show my co-host who also presses all the buttons behind the scenes for us Jack Connell meets Sam Boner Nation. What's going on, Jack? Nothing much. Same old, same old. We're finally hitting the strides of the offseason. Everything's sort of calming down from the Super Bowl, even though probably Mick is, even though as much as he doesn't want to admit it. But, you know, it's been nice to kind of relax for a few days and decompress from the craziness that was Super Bowl week and the week before it. Yeah, it, it, it has. I just got back from Key West. I'm going to wring out my liver for a week, and then I go back down there for a weekend. Does it does uh, it stop? I mean, does it stop, though? You, you got the World Series run. You got Thanksgiving. You got Christmas. You got the Super Bowl run. I mean, <laughs> dude, here's what I'm doing this stop? year. Here's what I'm doing this year. Everyone is sober January, and I, I question it because, A, you need a, you know, a couple pops, and maybe if you're celebrating the holidays to help, you know, holiday blues right into the playoffs like drinking throughout the playoffs the first weekend of the playoffs in the nfl is awesome there's like it's like college football there's games all day why wouldn't you have a couple of beers during that and then obviously the super bowl runs and the super bowl to me april is the perfect month for sober sobriety four weeks of sobriety if you're trying to do that to clean up your health a little bit you got the masters which you want to nap through anyways baseball season started which it's really not even the heart of it you're doing that for the summer save that for drinking then so April, man, especially you got opening day in March. You can still have a couple pops for that. And then after that, and March Madness is coming to an end. Boom. I, I think it's sober April, Mick. That's I that's got it wrong. I think you got it all wrong, to be honest with you. I think you got I think now is the time to hunker down. As soon as the Super Bowl is over, from now until opening day is when you gotta hunker down. Yeah, there's a couple okay. exceptions in St. Patrick's Day, but dude, come opening day, come spring. All I want to do is cook out and drink and have fun. No, no. No, no a few a exceptions to get except the biggest drinking day of the year. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> like that's a mess. First off, speaking of a mess, Matt Connell. I mean, you should just if you didn't listen to the beginning of our show yesterday, Nick, and that's fine. You're not expected to. We don't pay your bills to listen to our shows, but this guy, this goofball, 
is trying to tell me that it wasn't a good forum to Sam Bone, the Stromboli that my that my parents and I got for the Super Bowl. Like, what do you mean, man? I'm at home. Like, I'm uh, uh, I, I can't Sam Bone it. it. Explain yourself, Jack, because this is ridiculous. On my show yesterday, and I had I didn't have Mick there to defend me. So yeah, we. I mean, I didn't say it was a good forum. I just didn't really think of it. I didn't. We. It was literally four of us. It was me and my that's sister, a, my that's parents. A, that's a Sam Bone violation to begin with. I didn't think of it. Are you kidding me? I mean, <laughs> we have 40 people down there to organize this huge event, and I'm in and out for this game. And I, it didn't even slip my mind. Outside, right away, I found a seat to put the phone up on, a, a, bar, a bike seat that was attached to a fence with shots and giggles in the back seat. I mean, come on, Jack. If there's a will, there's a way. You're either a Sam Boner or you're not, pal. Well, again, right here, we're, this is the exact same comparison I brought. You're comparing Michael Jordan of Sam Boating to Mr. Irrelevant of Sam Boating. Like, not true. The, the Michael Jordan finds a way. And it's just, I'm not at that level yet. I, I will so, Jack, that. I, I, I'm, I got to defend you. Colin's off his game already here early on the uh, episode 13, way off his game. Home Sam Bones are boring. Like, I hate to say it, Sam Bone Nation, love you, keep on Sam Boning, but. You got to get out. You got to get like Colin. I, I give you all the credit in the world. You post up in front of shits and giggles or whatever shots and giggles. But <laughs> home Sam boning is boring. You got to get out. You got to get some signage in the mix. You got to get out with the people. You can't just get your tuck away in your home and eat a turkey and cheese sandwich. Shots and giggles. They didn't even, they don't make food. They just sell beer, booze, drinks. That food was homemade. I so can I tell. I Sam Bone, the whole homemade cheese whiz. Shout out to Cooper Cheese on the Amoroso Roll. Shout out to Amoroso Rolls. I, I don't want to hear it. And those listening at home, they're agreeing with me. I would assume like, oh, I got this awesome pizza from so somewhere and I could step out for five minutes and act like a lunatic on camera. That's sign me up for that. So that's soft on you both because Jack and I do his buffalo chicken from Bowling. Uh, you know what? I got to be honest with you. You're right, man, because – we had the most unbelievable spread on Super oh, Bowl. But you're not going to Sam Bone it? There was no Sam Bone, just a big group picture, you know? And uh, right. looking back on it, like, yeah, weak sauce, absolute weak sauce. Good times. Get a pick, guys. We're not going to go and do a video. I mean, ooh, why are we even doing this show? Uh, I'm the great. newbie. The fucking wine and spirits were flowing. Listen, at the, the same point, the last thing to defend myself before I move on from Encom, sure, with me again, it was also 615. When I sat down to eat the buffalo chicken show, my eyes were on the national anthem and everything else and all oh, that stuff. Oh, what a patriot! What a, what a patriot! But I mean, like you're you thinking, are. you're watching the Super Bowl, like you're not going to step away from that to say you're not going to miss like the opening kickoff because you wanted to record an at home Stromboli Sam. Well, was not kicked off till like seven o'clock, but you know that just as well as I do. I, that it's okay. They're just not going to win this one. Like you, <laughs> I'm not letting Mick go down to the soft side of. There's literally no reason why you can't sand bone. You could sand bone during kickoff. Videotape yourself right in front of the TV. I'm sand boning, but I'm down. I mean, think about that. It would have been viral. I digress. You know what? Mick adopts me as one of his own. The boys adopt me as one of their own. And I'm the one standing steadfast, which, you know what? You got to. You got to. Young and hungry, Let's, trans Let's Young go. And Let's hungry. transition as we're fired up here on a Thursday. Uh, Mickey, the food spread you guys got going on. What'd you have, bud? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, Let's give some shout outs here. We got the we got the tomato pie from Corpolis, which is likely the best tomato pie in the entire region. We had the hoagies from Sam's Italian Market right here in Willow Grove, PA. Shout out Dino, always taking care of the Sam Boners. 
the MVP of of the actual day was was Drew Dale, and I'll get more into that. Drew represented Altamonte's Italian market over in Warminster. I believe they have a location in Doylestown. He brought a good 48 homemade meatballs. My brother chimed in with some wings. Nothing extraordinary there. HG Coal Fire of some sort. I think it's a chain. The wing game around Super Bowl is is a lot of work. Everywhere everywhere you call is just absolutely flooded with orders. You got to call practically on Tuesday or Wednesday if you wanted to get them from Mesquite or Union Jacks. Uh, Pat made his legendary dips. A couple other uh, Sam Boner families chimed in with some hot roast pork, roast beef, buffalo chicken dips. You name it, we had it. And it was an absolute feeding frenzy, Sam Boner fast. And... Uh, the only thing that didn't happen was we didn't win the game. Damn it. Yeah. Hell of a football game, a hell of a spread. So the spread at Shots and Giggles in Key West, Florida, which has been the bar of the week for me multiple times. My uncle owns it. My uncle used to work at the Cactus Crew in Doylestown, up, up, up in, not in Doylestown. He worked in the Roosevelt Blue Star in Doylestown, worked in Cactus Grill up off of uh, 611 there. And then he moved down to Key West and we now migrate down there to see him. Um, but you know, Steve and Hanya put an amazing spread out for every football game down there. Steve made all, which a violation too. He made the ground beef, the cheesesteak beef, and he made a, a side of one with cheesesteak, excuse me, with onions and peppers, and then one plain, which is a violation. It's mushrooms and onions, not onions and peppers, folks. And then he had a block of Cooper sharp cheese that somebody brought down, melted that down with a bunch of cream, made this unreal cheese whiz as you guys saw. We had shout out to everybody from the Philadelphia area that came down and just drug bags and bags and bags of Amoroso rolls. People made homemade deviled eggs. People bought and which was great. Got barbecue delivered of brisket and pulled pork for Kansas city. So the one gentleman there was every time the Kansas city was scored, he's running around. There's a bunch of Eagles fans in there offering people brisket and Kansas and, and, and pulled pork, which was really fun too. So just shout out to the bartenders and the staff at shots and gills. They put an amazing event on go in there and have two, minimum two drinks and you can eat that full spread. So I we think took we, care I of that. Think, I think, I think your entire experience in Key West over the last couple of weeks, uh, should we should cover an entire show on it honestly it sounds like a, just yeah. an overall really good time it's a home away from home uh lots of philadelphia love down there it seems like oh, so, man. mr z's i mean that's incredible there man the Phil oh, like, man. all the old newspapers on the walls like and i talk about it all the time and i get it. it's a dead horse but no it's something special about the place when it comes to you know, the people and the investment into Philadelphia area down there. Like it was strong. It was cool because people from Philly, they wear their stuff all week, right? Like Eagle shirts all day long. Yeah. And then on Super Bowl Sunday, we're walking to breakfast and you just see red everywhere. And we're like, oh, interesting. Interesting. Some more Kansas City fans. But it doesn't shock me that Philly's got like 50 jerseys in their wardrobe and they all they brought them on. Now. now they're headed, now they're heading probably a little north to Clearwater and St. Pete representing Philly. Right, that's right. So we had a, uh, we had an unbelievable day just across the board. Uh, very thankful to bring 85% of the OGs together. Kev, unfortunately, did not make the trip from from down south. I think he went into Charleston and found like a, a an Eagles bar to go watch the game, which is another just like cool aspect of Philadelphia and you know, the way we represent across the country in terms of just finding bars where you could go post up and be around. Philadelphia Eagles fans to to enjoy the game and that, that dude I I'm I'm sorry but 
Kansas City's a good team, great fan base, but they don't have that type of following that the Philadelphia faithful have. But I'd like to move right into uh, – I got to get this off my chest because I, I just – when we get together as Sam Boners, we always talk about, like, bringing your A game. Let's have a fucking day. Let's get after it. And Sam Boner Drew was immediately awarded MVP of the day before it even started. Guy walks into the house with 48 meatballs from Altamonte's Deli. He's got his hair all slicked out into a mullet, right? So we got a nice clean cut. He's got the mullet rocking here. Definitely some nice little grease, some gel in there. Then he's got a full Fu Manchu. Full Fu Manchu. He's probably been growing it for three weeks. Walks in half buzzed, bottle of bourbon in one hand, 48 meatballs in the other. I looked at my brother. I go, MVP. Drew's got it. Done deal. Sam Boner. The Italian beef, baby. <laughs> Most valuable Sam Boner. You can't beat it. Most valuable now, Sam Boner on Super a Bowl. A lot Sunday. of people, a lot of people engaging through the Super Bowl process, Mick. Like the last two weeks, like getting jacked up for the Super Bowl through the Sam Boner pages, like people crushing cheesesteaks. Like, what's that been like too? Because it's a big it helps the it helps the Sam Boners grow when the Eagles keep winning. It does. It does. It does. But we're we're we're, dude, we're very fortunate. I mean, Philadelphia sports right now, just in general. Unfortunately, coming off a World Series loss, coming off a Super Bowl loss, if you're if you're a soccer fan, coming off a, a championship soccer loss, but you know only, only the only the strong survive. We continue to plow through all this and just continue to continue to grind. And you know, if you're a four for four guy like myself, the Sixers are are a red hot team. Jack, I know you're a big Sixers fan as well. They're red hot and they have all the right momentum. You know, heading into the second half of the year to be NBA championship contenders. Now, hopefully they can, you know, capitalize on, on a crown here because that would be a tough blow to go over three or over four here in a short four or five months. But it's a good time. It's a good time to be a Sam Boner, boys and girls. Yeah, my flyers suck on wheels, but hopefully there's some sort of direction here. Jackie, we got to get you involved in the show a little bit. Give us a reason why the Sixers will win the championship or lose the championship this year. I will say the reason I'll start with the reason they lose because that's the more easier option. It's their depth. They needed a backup center desperately. There was a lot of backup centers on the trade market, free agency, buyout market, everywhere. And out of all the options, they decided to just sign the guy who was cut with the worst net rating in the entire NBA, Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne, he used to be a great player, but he's at the end of his career. He literally cannot stay on the court. He was like a minus 20. When he's on the court, anybody who watched basketball, that just means who doesn't watch basketball, that just means when he's on the court, the team was losing by 20 points, essentially. Like, right. that's how bad he was to their defense. Maybe he can t- change it around. Maybe it was Miami system, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be fixed. Montrez Harrell, who's great on offense, and Paul Reed, who's great on offense, they have no defense. So we are experiencing the exact same issue that has plagued the 76ers for the last four to five years with Greg Monroe, Dwayne Dedman, DeAndre Jordan, just a old backup center who can't play defense or stay on the court. And the guys they have had, Dwight Howard and Andre Drummond, have either they were traded or they left for greater pastures. So it's just a shame to see that. But on the positive side, the James Harden, Joel Embiid are playing great. James Harden should have been an all-star. He's not. And James uh, Joel Embiid's averaging 33 points per game. He's I'm pretty sure he's a scoring leader. If not, he's like very much in second place right behind Luka Doncic. Yeah, they're fun so. to watch, man. They are fun to watch right now. So, yeah, so they're rolling. Are the, well, we Steve, Embiid's health, obviously, is always a thing. And then, Mick, as we transition, Pat, absolute masterpiece. Can you talk about it? Oh, my God, dude. Creative Pat, a.k.a. Fat Pat, Sam Boner Pat. 
So we all know he created that that prototype Lombardi trophy, right, out of tinfoil. We talked about it last week in the last week's episode. Sunday, he rolls into the Sam Boner Festival with a makeshift Lombardi trophy out of bread. <laughs> I wish I sent you a picture. I don't know if you can flash it up, but it's like three pieces of Italian, like ciabatta bread. And then on top is a loaf of bread that you would almost use for like a spinach dip. Yeah, there you go. You got it up. Unfortunately, the kids wrecked that after we lost. But let me just tell you, that was an unbelievable work of art from Sambo and her Pat. The kid just continues to uh, to impress us with his his creative, creative mind. Let's take a quick break here. Give a shout out to our boys over at the Rust Belt, Rust Belt Nation. Uh, brand all dedicated towards hardworking, resilient Americans that represent our nation's value at the core I got to send you guys some of these hoodies, these hoodies, these reverse weave style hoodies, uh, the most unfreaking, most comfortable hoodies I've ever had on, the, on my back. Some of these T-shirts designs that they're spinning up, these collaborations that they're having with the Philadelphia Eagles, the uh, homage they're paying to some of these these oh, these brands that no longer are around like Camden Beer and so forth. Just a, just a cool vibe and a cool brand that these guys are spinning up right out of South Philadelphia, Rust Belt, RustBeltNation.com. Get on board. Discount code Samboner if you want to save a couple of bucks. I could care less, but get on board, Rust Belt Nation. These guys are doing wonders here in Philadelphia. Back I to the it, show. Man. Love you, Sharon. Appreciate you, Sharon. That's awesome. Rust Belt Nation, man. Check them out. Okay. Mickey, crazy game. I'll let you collect your thoughts here about the game here because I just kind of digress over some of the bigger topics. Absolutely, the holding call. Um, opinion on that for me as a player is uh, they call that all the time. Um, it could go either way. It was behind the line of scrimmage. There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, I think it could have been called either way. Uh, the ball's not thrown there, right? The ball, it's not a penalty, in my opinion. Maybe it was because it happened early in the down. And then, obviously, the grass was a situation. You know, we've talked about players wearing screw-ins, not wearing screw-ins. Even players wearing screw-ins were tripping. So, that's a tough situation, too. Um, obviously, the quarterbacks both showed up and played really well. The coaches um, – had great seasons and you know obviously the eagle staff's really good and really well respected because both the coordinators are gone um you know same thing could happen in kansas city with the coordinators they have there and obviously the head coaches on both teams are very well so obviously a very even matchup whoever team that was going to beat themselves was probably going to lose the game shocker but that's kind of what happened in certain situations and is just an unbelievable all-timer super bowl in my opinion between two really franchises that are going on this point of time in the dynasty mode here with what they have, the core they have, the people they have, the quarterbacks they have, the coaches they have, the fan bases, the owners, the GMs, they're both in dynasty kind of trajectory. Um, if they're not there already. Nick, thoughts yeah. on the game, bro? No, I thought, I thought right, right. You know, right when it finished, it was uh, basically considered an instant classic, right? It's a game that you could watch the next day and probably the following day. Uh, I'm not going to pin that game on a holding call, you know, with two minutes to go. Uh, the unfortunate part is that it was called and, and not a lot of flags were being thrown the entire second half. And like you said, both quarterbacks played an unbelievable game and one of them didn't really have an opportunity to, you know, drive down and, and maybe score a kind of a game winning touchdown. And, and unfortunately that call took that opportunity away from them. That, that same exact play, there was a uh, major uh, hands to the face that just, 
you know, I guess gets shadowed from the, the holding call, but it was a blatant hands to the face. But again, we can't wrap our hands around that specific call, right? Jalen Hurts, one turnover. Patrick Mahomes, zero turnovers, right? That one turnover led to a defensive touchdown. That's fucking huge in the Super Bowl to turn the ball over and it result into a touchdown. That sucked. You know, the, the whole sod gate that everybody's starting to talk about, like, I don't know. I don't get wrapped into all that nonsense, but I did watch the replay. And it, like, after watching it the second time, like, man, a lot of these guys are falling and slipping everywhere. Like, my boy Hasim Reddick, who's a just an absolute – forced to be reckoned with was a non-factor like he was not getting off the ball he was not applying any pressure to the quarterback and a lot of these guys like it's it's just weird right look I'm not going to get off on a tangent here but the whole media aspect of the Super Bowl I think it needs to be dialed down I think we see too much I think uh you know the two two weeks leading up to that it's just too much bullshit that we have to see and hear about these players. I think that would be better off just like letting these kids disappear for a couple of days before that game start. And then we go out there and we just bang heads and we have fun, but I don't know, man, I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue to, to, to vent, but you know, Roger Goodell can go fuck himself. No, you got to edit that. See, see, I was venting. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Sorry, we'll make, we're going to make Mick go back and edit it so he can, so he can figure I out. I don't know how to do all that. I don't edit. I don't edit, but give me a fucking break. Why are you la- Why are you laughing and celebrating and hugging those players? You're the commissioner, dude. Divided line, support one team, support the other. You're over there high five and chest bumping, giving hugs to the other player. Give me a, give me a freaking break, dude. Yes. Lots to unpack there go for ahead, sure. Out. Give, see uh, you can keep it. You can speak your mind. It's not my, it's not me speaking my mind. That's fine. He's he's my boss. He's not yours. So I you speak your mind. I'm sorry. You can, I lost you my leave your good, buddy. You're fine. It's, I think there's a lot to unpack. The Hassan Reddick thing, I said it before. They're not going to let Hassan Reddick beat him. So, yes, there's some times he slipped for sure. But they chipped him. They had tight ends around him. They had running backs on him. They had – he's facing a good O-line in Kansas City too now. So, they're like, there's no way. Like, people are thinking Hassan Reddick to be MVP. Hassan Reddick is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Quote me. I've said it before. I played with him at Temple. I played him in Carolina. I blocked him when he was with Arizona. I played against him for a long time and played with him. But there was no way Kansas City was going to let that guy wreck that game because he did it against the Niners and he single-handedly yeah. just, I mean, blew it up. Hands, hands, I mean, Andy Reid's seen elite defenders before. Um, you got to find a way to stop him. So, yeah. Now what, Mickey? You got baseball. You got summer on the horizon. What do you got, buddy? Yeah, no. It's, 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 a, it's a Like I said, it's a very – uh interesting time of the year right because you know we we just went from world series thanksgiving christmas super bowl we gotta, we gotta dial it down a little bit right <laughs> drop a couple pounds <laughs> oh man but you know the weather's been great dude to sneak in 18 holes in the middle of february you know maybe grab a salad here and there cut back on the beer but no dude it's still one of the greatest like transitions because the spring will be here march Madness is right around the corner St. Patrick's Day. Baseball starts on March 30th. So we just got to continue to just keep on keeping on and uh, have fun with it, man. Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll, Jackie. What's next for you now, Jackie? That football, as we'll get to the bar week here in a little bit, Mickey, now that football is kind of dialed down for you, Jack, in the back. Kind of take a step back. I mean, honestly, for me, for for enjoyment pleasures, I'll probably turn my attention towards the NBA and trying to figure out March Madness a week before it starts, like I do every year for the last like ten years. I'm never right about anything. I just pick one team that's popular that not everybody else is picking, and I say they're going to win. But so 
I mean, then just from work, it's just like I'm just, I'm a workaholic, so just trying to figure out new things to be better for the next year. So that's literally the three things I'll probably I got take that up. text the other day, Colin. Jack Jack was up at five thirty. He was pounding. Yeah, he's pounding got to now. Five thirty a.m. That's because Ross pays him the big money to do it. Before that, he, <laughs> we, I would want to shoot. I would want to shoot at eight thirty in the morning, and Jack would be like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna need like three pots of coffee." <laughs> and then Ross is like, "Hey, we got to record in the morning." And Jack's like, "I don't know, I'm gonna do it, but it's good. It's getting you up, Jack. It's rocking the boat a little bit for you, buddy." I'll say, "I this enjoy too. it." Well, the March man, I know it's. I love getting up early. Honestly, going to bed early, getting up early, good living. Um, so. Mickey, we could discuss this too, but we should definitely do a March Madness episode and where to watch it in the area because it just popped in my head last year. Uh, we watched it at uh, – where did we watch it? We watched it at uh, Chickies and Pete's um, down the shore in Atlantic City, and that was tremendous. People looking for something to do that are kind of planning what they're going to do for March Madness. Oh, man. We watched – I think we watched the Friday games there the first weekend because the Maxwell Football Club award show was there. I try to go to it every year. Um it was killer. That's a side. I got note. some ideas we can talk about. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of really good ones. So get some Sam Boner parties going. Absolutely. Yeah, we have the Sam Boner summer party too, folks. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be late June. Sneaking on the shore for a week or two, hanging with Sam Boner Mick, going to a bunch of different bars and restaurants and featuring them live Ooh, shows. The Sam Boner we- bar crawl. How about that? <sighs> you in, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> I can drive the bus. We'll finish. We'll, we'll finish to- up at the Sea View Inn and 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 shoot a podcast half in the bag. Oh, 100 percent in the bag. We can do the Sea View does an awesome uh, bike crawl in the the end of the year, like first weekend of September when everyone's gone, and it's like a hundred. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's in the middle of summer. It's like 300 people on bikes. It's chaos. It's, chaos. Uh, it's like a, yeah, like we'll talk about the QS thing, but we did a onesie pub crawl too. That was nutty. That was oh, nutty. Dude, I got plenty of questions for you. Well, next next week, but everybody tune in for the uh, the shenanigans yes, in Key West, Florida. <laughs> five hundred. I think it was five hundred onesies this year. Five hundred people running around. <laughs> Key West. Nutty, nutty. We, we I saw were, a tweet uh, today. Well, I'll, I'll let you continue. I didn't know you're still going on your. No, no, you're here. good. We were the uh, cool running Jamaican bobsled team for our group. But go ahead, go ahead, Jack. No, because we had a from bar, before we get to the bar week here for your show, we did bar week, and of course, it was another Key West thing. And Will Kunkel literally made me laugh out loud at a tweet for the first time in a while. He just replied, "Colin single handedly carries the bar the bar tab for all the bars in Key West, Florida." Hey, and listen, just, if I'm at their bar drinking, it's going to be the bar of the week probably because it's a good spot, uh, and I want to support them. So, Mickey, bar of the week for this week for the same boner show, Mick McKenzie style. What do you got, buddy? Bar of the week. Episode 13, Sam Boner Show. I am going to go with Hunt Annex. The bar of the week is Hunt Annex in Delaware County, Delco, Delco Pride. And it's a bar that I've been meaning to go to for a couple years now. So, like, when we did season one of Wing Month, Hunt Annex wasn't on the top ten list. And let me just tell you, you get some shit when the local – favorite isn't on the top 10 Sam Boner wing list, but they quickly became number two. Uh, almost had them at one, man. They're that good. But we finally got our way over to Hunt's Annex in the Delco area. I think it's Brooklawn, Brookland. Don't hold me to that. I'm terrible with uh, with little cities. But uh, this bar, host uh, the, the two hosts, the owners, Vince and Jackie, just put on an absolute display. I went over with a friend, Corey, Flyer Foodie Corey, uh, had a couple drinks, and they just put on an absolute display for us, dude. The wings were phenomenal. 
all the appetizers were, were phenomenal. They were serving us bar pizza, which was just out of this world. And just the, the, the absolute perfect, perfect atmosphere to just, you know, unload, tie one on, watch a game, and have some friendly bartenders to boot was just uh, – I was blown away. I'm like, dude, this bar's great, man. Like, what an underrated place. Maybe it's not. I just don't make my way over that way as much as I'd like to because it's – it's dude, that's – that's a, a very important piece of the San Bernardino. There's a ton of good shops over there, a ton of good delis, cheesesteak spots. But yeah, Hunt's Annex, man, in Delco. Maybe that's where our bar crawl is in Delco. No, you're not crawling there. You got to get hit by a car if you, uh, you crawl over uh, there. Food and ambiance. What do you think? Out of five. five food and ambiance, five. Five. Like, dude, TV. when you go to a bar, right? Like, I'm a big fan. Like, I, the food's got to be beer, beer, beer above. And this, this was just A, A plus food. All the way through the menu. What do you got with the TVs? TVs were unbelievable, dude. They were all brand new, like 50, 60, 70 inch flatties everywhere you looked. Like if you went there to watch the football game, you were in good shape. So five on the TVs. How was the service? Service was top notch, dude. It's a five across the board. They put on an absolute show. How were the beers on ice? The beers. So here's a violation. I didn't have any beer. I did not have any beer, but they looked really, really cold. They had a full fridge of the CILA's teas and all this other right. crap drinks. So four but, out of five uh, on the beers. It's got to be on ice to be five out of five. It, 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 I'd be shocked if they were <laughs> not ice cold. But so not no beers for Mickey. You were doing a. You were going a recon trip. Sober Mickey. Yeah, man. I had to clean up. Drink every day. Oh, shit. Anything else here more maybe before we wrap up this day? The show is off the rails. Tell Roger Goodell I said hello. <laughs> hey, again, not my uh, voice. Roger, if I ever have a chance to win the Super Bowl, I can't wait to give you a big old hug and then send Mick a picture of you and I. Um, who knows? Who knows? Nah. Mick, you be good, brother? Sam Boner out? What are we thinking? Absolutely, man. It's always a good time here on the Sam Boner Show. Appreciate everybody listening in. Happy breakfast month. I know it's a grind. Gear up. We're only a good 10, 15 days away until we turn the page and we start firing up cheesesteaks again. March Madness and cheesesteaks, baby. That's what the Sam Boners do. That's what the Sam Boners do. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm Colin. I'm out. That's Jack. He's out. And that's Mick. Keep on Sam Boner, everybody. Never gonna lose my sense of focus. Always gonna